0: Welcome to the Muso Church Podcast. Here, we share the powerful and practical gospel of Jesus Christ until everyone is free and flourishing. We're so excited that you're here. Wherever you're listening from, we are trusting and believing that God is going to touch your life through this podcast.
1: Right. This church, we also... Guys, before we talk about this church, Can we just take a moment of silence for the youth circle? Like, 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 what was that? What, what in Jesus' name was that? Right? Let's come on. Let's celebrate the youth circle. It's amazing, man. Guys, that was great. To and the team and the whole youth circle, guys. That was, yeah, the board members and the chairman. That was amazing. Uh, It was really profound. It was meaningful. It was was really great. I want to honor you. I want to thank you. I want to celebrate you. Uh, You guys have done well. Uh, And, uh, yeah, and uh, you... You spoke the panel the panel was great eh yeah? I felt like yeah yeah there's some some good preaching happening here yeah so there's competition but I'm worried I'm worried very worried where are the guys the ladies are leading eh yeah? yeah they are spitting yeah, they're spitting bars Jesus yeah. I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding yeah ladies first all right they say ladies first but well done guys I think it's uh, it's amazing it was it is fitting that we have it today in this way uh, we are I don't I don't believe that the, the, the young people are the future leaders I believe that they are the, they are leaders the leaders of today uh, if we say we still say future we are, we're missing the point I think they are the leaders of today and it's like a relay. In a relay, when one runner runs, and the other one is waiting. There is a 20-meter uh, block that is called the exchange zone. So in the exchange zone, both the runners are running. So the one is in front is running, and this one is also running, so that this one can keep the momentum. So we are in a season where we are in an exchange zone. We are running, and they are running, and we need to run together and there's the thing about the exchange zone if you don't hand the baton within the exchange zone you get disqualified so the exchange of the baton needs to happen within that, that exchange zone the problem is our generation not not our generation the problem is oftentimes in leadership we struggle to hand over the baton and i'm still too young to be handing over any batons but but what there I'm approaching the exchange. Zone. I'm not even in the exchange zone yet, All right, guys? Well done, well done. That was that was good. All right. Another group that I want to thank is Musa Church for your for your uh, generous giving. Uh, if it were not for your generous giving, we would not be able to do what we do. And as you're about to give, I just want to celebrate what you are what you are doing. In this house, giving us an opportunity to serve Jesus the way we do. Someone, I was talking to a lady on Friday, and uh, she says to me, um, "I can tell that you have a strong team." And like, then we are doing that. See if 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 when someone comes into this house and see what's happening here and say you are a great leader, then we were missing the point. But if they come into this house and say, I can tell that you have a good team, then we are on the mark because it shows that it's not a one-man show. And I just want to thank each and every team member who makes this church run. Each and every person who serves, each and every person who gives, we are truly, truly honored to serve Jesus and our city with you. Amen? Amen. All right. Yeah, you can clap. I mean... Yeah. You're not clipping for me you're clipping for yourselves all right we believe in giving why do we believe in giving because giving giving builds his house giving serves people and there is a blessing in giving amen giving b- builds his house build giving serves his people and there is a blessing in in giving so let me pray as as we give father thank you that we have an opportunity to give into your house and into your mission may whatever it is that you are doing here continue may whatever it is that you are doing through this mission in the city continue may your people be served and may you be glorified i want to pray for each and every hand every heart that is about to give may their bands run over may they experience the fullness of what you are doing in jesus mighty name Amen. Amen. I realized that I realized only this morning that uh, we did not update the um, the pledge thing. I think we are sitting on about eighty percent now. I think that one said seventy percent. Yeah, I think we're sitting on eighty percent. So, yeah, yes. Yeah. So we I think we're sitting on eighty percent now. So we still have twenty percent to go. So if you have not honored your pledge, do the right thing. Uh, and if you have not made your pledge as well, uh, you're welcome to, you're welcome to do that. Amen. All right. Can I preach a bit? Then we need to, we need to go. So I need, I have, I have like 15 minutes. See? Is that my sermon? Gather, grow, go, go. My wife's trying to cut my sermon short. Guys, I'm being, protect me. I'm being, I'm being bullied here. All right. Freedom. Galatians 1, uh, verses five. I think this has to be one of my favorite scriptures when it comes to talking about freedom. The Bible says Galatians five verses one. It says, "It is for freedom that Christ has set us, has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery." There's a there's a few implications that you find in the scripture. The Bible says, "It is for freedom." that Christ has set us free. He has set us free so that we may remain free. Yeah. Cuz there's a lot of people who Christ set us free and then we rush back into bondage. And it says it is for freedom that I I have set you free. Some some of us we use this freedom to to serve ourselves and get bound again. We use this freedom to you know you know when someone uses grace to as a permission to sin. It means you have you are using the freedom to bound yourself and that's why the Bible says it is for freedom that I've set you free I've set you free so that you can be free because I can set you free and you don't get free some of us we we were like a bird in a bird cage and the bird cage is open but we're still sitting inside the bed cage And the world out there is waiting for us to step into the destinies that God has given us, but we are are stuck in in the bed cage. Because of the conditioning of our minds, the Bible says, stand firm. The Bible is saying, the implication of freedom is the ability to stand. When you are free, you, you stand. When you've done all you can do to stand, you, you stand. The implication of freedom is that you refuse to live your life lying down. You refuse to live your life on your knees. You can pray, yeah, but not on your knees begging. You stand. But some of us are living our lives on our knees begging for a life that we have already been given. the Bible says, because of this freedom, Stand. Stand. Not just stand boom, me, stand firm. Are you standing firm? If you live a life of complaining, you are not standing firm. If you live a life of gossip, you are not standing firm. If you live a life of insecurity, you're not standing firm. If you live a life of smallness, you are not standing firm. What does standing mean? Standing means taking a position and a posture. There's two things you take a position, and you assume a posture. There's a position that God has destined for each and every one of us. And the freedom in Christ restores us back into that position. It is the same position that God looked at Adam and says, I'm giving you dominion. I'm giving you the ability to multiply. I'm giving you the, the ability to be fruitful. When you have lost your fruitfulness, it's because you are not standing in the position you were when God created you says dominion comes he can only speak dominion if you're operating in the place he birthed you it's in the garden there's a someone that i preached a couple of months ago says go back to the garden he said go back to the garden because some of us have moved from the garden and that's why we are not able to then walk in the dominion that he has created for us he says he says because you have freedom stand are you are you standing you see the people who stand the people who don't allow the situation to dictate to them what the outcomes are They're like this might be happening but i'm standing i am i decide to stand listen to what i love this part he says then stand then Do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Osbongi, do not let yourself... God, please help me to live a life that pleases you. Do not let yourself make a decision. Because what we want to do, Osbongi, is we want to relegate the responsibility to god because we don't want to take the responsibility he says i've set you free now it is your responsibility to not allow yourself to go back into the life i have sent i've taken you out of guys yo have you ever rescued someone from a relationship and they go back fight and you are there. Now you are Mzalani, but you are swearing at the guy. yeah. Hey, 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 hey. And then eventually you leave. You leave with this lady. You get to their house. You know, you pray for them, and you you do everything. You get them into a nice shelter. You know, you are doing all these things. You are you are doing like really you are doing the most. The church prays. We organize prayer conferences just for you. You know, we're doing all these kinds of things. We are, we are like you know what? Now we even start new ministries just you know just for you just so that we can you can get you can be okay just so that you can be okay and then Sunday comes you're like hey have you guys seen sister <laughs> yeah pray item and then we go and say, not all. And then you know for this God, God has given me a burden to help him grow. <laughs> I feel I feel like I can help him. I'm like you could not help yourself we had to step in to help you how are you going to help this guy you couldn't help yourself guys when we were in sin we could not save ourselves we need to remember that we could not save ourselves we cannot sustain our own life because to start with we could not save ourselves Need a savior in the person of jesus christ to save us then why do we think we can sustain our own lives it says then do not allow yourself it means quacks fight for yourself refuse you know guys some things you know when you when you're walking in freedom the desire does not go away your strength over it grows. Because, you see, some of us, we think because I feel it, it legitimizes it. No. It doesn't. Just because, you know, I've I've had conversations with people and they say, "No, I've had this feeling since I was a little boy. And because I've had this feeling since I was a little boy, that means God wants me to be this thing right and i'm like okay let's take that that argument let's say that argument is valid if you have children you know that there's no there's no one in this world who is more selfish than children there's no one yes thank you in this world even my little daughter mali there's no one more selfish than her She's very selfish. Isn't that nature? She wants everything for herself. She wants to eat the sweets all the time. She wants to even eat my sweets. When we want to sleep at night, she doesn't want to sleep. Now we must play with her. We're like, we're going to work tomorrow. We're going to work. It doesn't matter. She doesn't care about the fact that we need to go to work. She wants to play. Selfish. Parents Uh uh-huh yes amen selfish little things (laughs) (laughs) then let's use that argument let's let our children be selfish because from birth they were like that yeah I get it it's, it's in there no one taught them it's in their nature no it is our responsibility as parents to mold them we do not accept the status quo. now why must we accept the status quo of adults who do not want to obey the word of god and they want to do their own thing if we do not accept that of our children if we bring our children and say uh-uh, it's not right you might feel it but it's not right yo guys the ability you know there's nothing great, there's no greater feeling than your ability to say no to yourself in an area where you could not say no to yourself before. You guys, where you, you could not resist to call him, now you find yourself being able to say, uh-uh, I'm not calling. I'm not calling the Satan. And you, and you, you see at the end of the day, you have not called him and you are still alive. But you said, I cannot live without you yet. You are standing. That's freedom. That's true freedom. The ability. It's not that the desire is not there. You were able to say to yourself, I am not doing this. Don't allow yourself to be burdened by the slavery that you used to. Yeah. The ability to say to yourself, "Ah, uh, no, I'm not making the call. I'm not, you know. When you do things because you want to, not because you have to. The minute you have to do it because you have to is an addiction. Where you don't have the ability to say no to yourself. Like you need, like you are. You, are, you need to, you post the picture now and you keep checking how many likes. Every one minute you're checking how many likes, how many likes, how are we doing? And if in 30 minutes you don't have more than 100 likes, you delete it because it means it's not performing well. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. Because, because you have allowed yourself to be, hey, I hope, I'm oh, not the influencer. <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm one of the influencer guys. I Hey guys. My phone is buzzing right now. But but it's it's, it's when because I don't have anything against likes. I like them. It's when it's when the likes don't validate me then I know that I'm on the right track. It's when I don't need them. I want them, but I don't need them. Without them, I'm still okay. Without them, I'm still okay. Their ability, and you need to grow. There's an area in your life. There's an area in my life. Then I discovered recently, I'm like, how? As I haven't thought about this in a while. How mosquito. I make progress. There must be areas in your life where you feel like, man, I am making progress. I don't. This thing does not. I can do without it. Don't allow yourself, therefore, to be bound again, because you were there before. Do you? You see, sometimes we see, we we develop selective amnesia you are forgetting you are forgetting this, this woman now you want to oh, hit you with a pot sorry happy we have all kinds of nationalities in here you forget that she hit you with a pot you want to go back some of these things you must write them down She hit me with a pot. She burnt my shirts. You write all these things. The day you miss her, you're like, I miss her. She hit me with a pot. And let's see if you still go. And let's see if you still go. Seriously. Guys, remember how toxic your life of sin was. When you are craving for it, remember how toxic it was remember when you are, when you attempted to cheat on your wife remember how expensive it was remember how difficult it was to hide your phone and have to do remember how difficult it was like just go back to that and say man god has taken me from a deep place i don't want to go back there like remember how dysfunctional your relationships were because of your gossip and now you have healthy relationships, but now you are starting again to gossip about the people that allowed you into their lives. Do you remember how financially frustrated you were when you were not tithing? where your finances were all over the place? but now I get an increase and you are like, "You, I must send them this much I time." And like uh-uh, no because we tend, you know when god is doing us good we tend to forget when we were in a bad space and forgetting is the easiest way to fall back into that because you've forgotten how it feels you have forgotten how how it feels you know when you have a wound when you have a burn wound It doesn't entirely heal like sometimes you'd find the closer you get to fire it starts getting itchy or but it's a sensitive spot because your muscle there remembers do we have that sensitive spot is the we we have that sensitive spot sorry is the Holy Spirit when we come close he says remember the last time we were here how it ended but the problem is, we have the supernatural ability to override the Holy Spirit. We have the supernatural ability to override the will of God. We do. And we don't want to accept that, ah, you can't override. No. He, has, he Himself has given you the ability to say no to Him. You can say no to God. But he has given you the power and the help to say yes to him. He has given you the power in the person of Jesus Christ and that's grace. And he's given you the help in the person of the Holy Spirit to be able to say yes to him. So it's two against one. How are you winning this battle? When you have the word of God, the grace of God and the spirit of God, all of them pushing you in one direction. But, uh, you know, there's that video, I don't know if you guys have seen it. The, the sheep is stuck in a, in, a, in a ditch and that guy takes it out and then it it runs and then again bam, back into the ditch. We see that in church all the time. Well, like, you, you can't. How many weeks has she not been in church? All right we we'll wait. And then after two months, you come in here. Now we must have counseling sessions. I'm like, where were you going? But I can't say that. But one day I'm going to say it. <laughs> one day I'm going to go to <laughs> Do not allow yourself, number one, Be in the bondage of sin. Number two, of smallness. Number three, of selfishness. Right? Let's go to Romans six. Romans six verses one to three. Love the scripture. Well, guys, I just love the Bible. Let me just stop saying I love scriptures here. In the message translation, Romans six verses one, it says, "So what do we do? Keep on sinning so that God can keep on forgiving?" I should hope not if you have left the country where sin is sovereign how can you still live in the old house there or didn't you realize we packed up and left there for good that's what happened when we got baptized when we are underwater we left the old country of sin behind when we come out of the water, we enter into a new country of grace, a new life in a new land. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus Christ means. When we are lowered into the water, it is the burial of Jesus. When we are raised out of the water, it's like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we are going in this new grace sovereign country we are in a new grace sovereign country it says you are you are out of the country why do you have you still have the cravings of the old country when you are in a new country let me tell you guys see me I'm a very uh, the English is not coming together I'm a very Mm, I don't know. I don't know how to come. I don't know how to. I love, I love routine. Because the safety in routine. So when I go to restaurants, I always order the same thing. When I go to a mall, I park at the same space. If the space is there or close by. Right? And, and that's, just, that's just me. Right? And, and for as long as I've lived, for me, sushi sucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So So when I so when I when I get when I get to a restaurant I don't do sushi. I do steaks. Cuz steaks are proper. You know? And and then my wife one day we went out and then she's like try try this. You know? something and then and then I tried it I was like was well, not because it's not nice it's my palate is not used to it and sometimes we think the life in Jesus is not good but it's just that our palate is used to the life of sin and we think that's the best there is on friday i went to a place called fire room they pour the stuff on top of it and it's flaming there on the on the plate that's sushi and you eat it it's it's so crispy guys it's the one (laughs) listen it's the one My palate has gotten used to something and I'm realizing that, hey, I've been missing out. Some of us are stuck in things we think is the best. It's not the best. The life on Jesus' side is better than the life on your side. It's just that you need to change your palate. Sometimes it takes a little longer for your palate to change, but be patient with your palate. Soon enough, you will understand that the Jesus way, the Jesus side is better than yours side it's better give your palate a chance give your palate a chance you are like no this, this forgiveness thing is hard give yourself a chance give your palate a chance this giving thing this serving thing this sacrificial living thing is difficult when you give your palate a chance is some of us we just we don't want to give our pilot a chance but guys it's better in the new country it's better in the new country but here's the thing when you're in a new country you're gonna get lost a bit yeah. they speak a foreign language And here's the thing, even if you are in a new country, it is the best. In the first day or so, you are disorientated, regardless of the fact that it's the best country in the world. When we visited Dubai, we were in the best country in the world, but we were still disorientated the first few days we were there. Does it change the fact that it's the best country in the world, at least according to me? It doesn't. It's just that we need to get used to it. Let me tell you, Kiboni. not following your fleshly desires is going to be difficult at first. Give your palate a chance. Give your palate a chance. It's going to be difficult to say no to your urges in the beginning. It's okay. Give yourself a chance. Don't keep up and say, I know this thing is not working. When the first time I tried sushi, I almost vomited. Because it's slimy. It's just as Nah. give it's be willing be willing to be an amateur because I give you a professional when they in, in the sin life <laughs> be willing to be a profession an amateur in the grace life come on come on know the mechanisms. You know what to say. You know even the weather. You know the perfect weather. This side. But this side you come in and you are an amateur. But you are an amateur in the arms of a loving God. Here you are a pro. In the arms of a devouring enemy. As you are as you are sowing high and you are being proficient, your life is dying out. Side is building you up and your palate is changing. You are getting healthier, getting stronger. You're getting, it's, it's, where you're going is with the feeling of being an amateur. Where you're going is with the discomfort where you're going is with how it feels here stay there the children of Israel says why have you brought us here that even if they were doing all they were still slaves here they are eating manna but they are free here it's uncomfortable but they are free here they are under pressure but they are free I'm saying guys I can stand here and preach when my grandmother is lying in hospital when we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because here I'm free I know that my savior and my redeemer lives I am I'm free I can run they you say run to the to the to the to the the traditional doctor and they can organize something I'm like I will stay here if God takes her breath I will stay here because here I am free here in Jesus I am free they say no just put the envelope I'm like here I'm free. It's it's, It's uncomfortable. It's painful. There's pressure. But yeah, I'm free. And the Bible says, after you have suffered a little while, when you are here, after you have suffered a little while, when you have given him glory, after you have suffered a little while, when you have allowed him to be king in your life, after you have suffered a little while, says i the lord put you on your feet and he says i get the last word don't allow yourself the bible says don't allow yourself and i believe we we all understand what that means it means you have a saying in the matter my brother It means he has done his part. You have a saying in the matter. You can track back. There will always be a Potiphar's wife sent to steal your dream. There will always be a Potiphar's wife sent to to, to kill your dream. But if you stay here and say, Jesus, you're worthy. You live a life that says Jesus you are worthy say you are worthy of I can go under pressure to worship you you are worthy I can go through persecution to be faithful to you you are worthy Ozenbumi we must come to a point where we live our lives with saying even if it dis it disempowers me if it glorifies you I'll do it even if it's it's not to my benefit if it glorifies you I'll do it and here's the (laughs) thing we will never be without glorifying Him. We'll never be worse off glorifying Him. And the, the second last thing, I'm, the, the watch says I have five minutes. Listen to what. Listen to what. What Paul says to the Corinthian church. 2nd Corinthians 6 verses 11 to 13 in the message translation Say, dear dear Corinthians I cannot tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide open spacious life we did not fence you in the smallness you feel comes from within you your lives aren't small you are living them in a small way I am speaking as plainly as I can and with great affection open up your life live openly and expansively says you have freedom live openly and expansively you have freedom in christ live openly and expansively create capacity within you to dream and dream big create capacity in you to take big steps of faith it excites god when we take steps of faith because he, he it shows that we understand what he has done like when I get home and Mali is hungry and I'm saying Mali why are you hungry he says no I don't have money to buy food I'm like you misunderstand how this works I have already done everything you need all you need to do is open the fridge you can even finish the food it does not matter I've done it as a parent imagine your child is hungry and they say no I didn't have money to buy food and you have You've have, you've have done it all. And that's what happens when we live small lives. God says, "I've opened the the doors of heaven. All you have to do is ask according to my will, and I will give you everything." But it's small living in our minds we're not taking advantage of this freedom i want to challenge you go and don't allow yourself to fall back into old life don't allow yourself to be burdened here but when you get here for god's sake dream when you got here for god's sake take bold steps When you get here for god's sake live a life of purpose when you get here for goodness sake live a life that glorifies god when you get here when you are in christ it says the john 10 10 you know it, it says the enemy has come but for nothing but to steal To kill and to destroy here this guy his only mission is to steal to kill and to destroy but I've come but but I've come to give you life and most of us we stopped there thank you Jesus for giving me life, amen. Jesus, then you sit down. He says, Whoa, whoa, uh-uh, stand up. I've come to give you life. Life in abundance. I've not just given you life, I've given you more than what you can handle. He says, You think you are you are praying to me for me to enlarge your territory? Listen i have already done it walk in it work in it you see guys i say to you, you know when you dream big there's a party in heaven I can, I can i'm sure i'm sure there's a party in heaven they're like oh finally someone gets it when you when you think crazy things they're like yeah, someone oh my goodness we've been bored now there's someone who's getting us back on jo- on duty I, I don't know you know me I think of heaven like I'm just I'm thinking God is sitting there right now they are playing my dice just so I lose, I know. they're waiting they're waiting for someone to wake up they're waiting for people to get saved quickly and they're waiting for the saved to start serving and they're waiting for the serving to start dominating like now they get why they are there. Now they get why they are there. That's why he says, ask according to my will. And I will and I'll give you. Father, thank you that you've given us freedom. And may we not waste this freedom. May we use it to glorify you. May we use it to live expansive lives. May we live it, may we use it to live lives that are taking all the glory to you may we may we use this this um freedom to live lives that say you are an expansive God may people look at us and say they serve they belong to a big God and I want to pray for each and everyone here who is living a dormant life who's living a dormant life spiritually who's living a dormant life physically who's living a dormant life professionally who's living a dormant life relationally in every area in their life everyone who's living a dormant life I pray for a reason of what you are doing in their life. I pray Father God that you bring about life that you begin to breathe life into them that you begin to life in those areas in their lives that are dormant. Begin to breathe the resurrection life of Jesus Christ in those areas, Heavenly Father. Anyone in this place who thinks the dream is too big, begin to breathe your life into them. Anyone who believes they are broke they are too broken, begin to to, to, to breathe life into them. I want to pray for each and everyone who feels like their life does not matter. The resurrection life of Jesus Christ breathe into them in Jesus' mighty name. May this freedom come alive in them. It is for freedom that you have set us free. We thank you We honor you. In Jesus' mighty name. And the church of God said, Amen. Thank you, Mfundisi. Um, thank you, everyone. Um, I just want to hijack this moment quickly to ask the church to stand in the cap for Mfundisi to pray for his grandmother um we know um, our pastor reaches out man. he gets out of his way and just go and pray for people you know it will be injustice for us not to do so as the church so i'm gonna ask the prayer team to come forth and the rest of the church can just stretch your your arms as we pray for Umfundisi. just gonna pray to god for uh, to give him strength giving peace and divine healing upon mfundis's grandmother and we also pray for our pastor hallelujah sister uh, Mbumi, may you lead us then.
0: father in the name of jesus we come to you right now father as our father and our strength we bring our leaders right now, Holy Spirit, because Father, you have called us to say, Whenever there is a problem in the house, call the elders, let them come together, and we pray for the issues that are touching our lives, Holy Spirit. Right now, we bring into Ukoko, because Father, if it wasn't for Ukoko, we would not have the, the, the enjoyment that we are receiving today. We are being we are being brought up in such a manner because of Umsan's work. So right now we're praying for our leaders in this church right now, my God, because this is the time where our our our, our, our hearts are touched, our our, our our emotions are touched right now, Holy Spirit. Because when inyama, if We go through certain situations, but we know and we stand firm and understanding and knowing that you and you alone, God, you are our comforter, our healer. We're sending this prayer right now, that Lord, wherever that she might be lying, we're saying, Holy Spirit, touch her and let her be at peace in the name of Jesus. We're praying, Holy Spirit, let the family be at peace. In the name of Jesus, we pray for healing. If that is your will, Holy Spirit. Father, we saying strengthen, strengthen them. Strengthen the, the mulaules at this time. In the name of Jesus. And we know, Father, that whatever we ask for in your name, it is surely done. It is done, Holy Spirit. And you even know our needs, Holy Spirit. You know our their hearts right now. You know their inner being, how they are feeling right now, my God. We pray in Mwengwenuguti, fill them up. Up, praying well, fill them up, Holy Spirit. Let them be do not doubt, Holy Spirit, that you are within us, even at this time, that you are carrying them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we honor you, Father. We honor you, Holy Spirit, because, Father, we're standing together and agreeing that, Lord, you are a mighty God. You are an almighty Father who knows our needs and our desires, and you take care of what? Of what, of, of, of what is ours, Holy Spirit. You take care of our needs. You take care of our emotions. You take care of the pain. You take care of any doubt that may come at this time, Holy Spirit. We're praying for the whole family at large that Holy Spirit cover them in your love, cover them in your care, cover them knowing well and let them be strength to strength to one another. Let them be peace, my God, in this home. We're saying, Heart Father, is the head of this house. Holy Spirit is the head of this home. She's been living and loving as the mother in this home, Father. And we are saying, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us, my God, to be to, for her to be in our lives and in the lives of your children, Holy Spirit. And we honor you at this time that my well let you to intervene, Holy Spirit. We carry them and we are carrying with them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus that is above and beyond any other name. And we say right now, Let this burden be light in the name of Jesus. Let this burden be carried by you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we honor you, Father. And we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that this message has been a blessing to you. Why not be a blessing to someone else by sharing this message with them? Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Goodbye and God bless.